made it to season two of Old Dirty Benches. Glad to see you again. This is Patty Popcorn. I was going to say Patricia Palomitas, but somebody laughed at me, so... (laughs) I'll just keep it real. Patty Popcorn. And here's JD to tell you what we actually do here. Hello, everyone. This is JD. So, if you've landed on us, this is a podcast dedicated to lighthearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. We will also be discussing our review of recent movies or series that have been released, and these episodes will drop every other weekend. For those of you who don't know, white-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Hello, Patty. Hello. This is Old Dirty Benches. Older, dirtier, bitchier. (laughs) Benchier. (laughs) Benchier. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So. um, White collar. White collar crime. Uh, You actually pointed us in this direction. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Okay. (laughs) I'm not that forgetful. (laughs) It was only a week or two ago. A week or two. I know. I told my spouse that we were getting ready to cover him, and he was like, oh, yeah, what's up with that guy? I said, well, did you know he went to prison? And he was like, oh, no, I had no idea. Same. said, yeah, we're going to talk about it on the episode. I think I was sleeping. I know, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, So, who are we talking about? Jim Baker. Yes. Yep. Praise the Lord, everyone. (laughs) Didn't he do that? PTL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wasn't that their channel? Yep, PTL. Praise the Lord. You know Tammy Faye with all that eye makeup? Yeah. Um, which I also, I guess for some reason I hadn't realized that she had passed away until you had told mm-hmm. me when we were talking about doing this episode. Um, I don't know why I didn't. Or maybe like I remember seeing it but just had forgotten. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But Sometimes I think, like I hear, oh. For example, Ivan Reitman passed away. Oh, yes. I and I thought to... he had passed away before. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I think I thought so, too. And then... I'm um, like, wait, what? I thought he already passed away. Yeah. Uh, like I when was... Ghostbusters came out. Yes. I was going to the gym. <laughs> Quit rubbing that in my face. <laughs> you and your gym. Oh, my gosh. Um <clears throat> And uh, I had the radio on, and they actually announced it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I'm like, I thought I already did. Yeah. So, um, corrections here. Um, Sorry for saying that he had passed away in our other episode. Uh, He actually passed away. Yeah. So, who was I thinking about? I don't know. Were you thinking about? I mean, I know Harold Ramis passed away. Yeah, I was getting ready to to say maybe. um, I don't know. Got our wires crossed, and we were actually thinking of Harold Ramis, which we didn't mention that he had passed yeah, away, but... I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that's sad for the family. Yes. Um, thoughts are with them. Yes, definitely. Um, because he uh, was a pioneer in his right. field. So... Um, but also led a very fruitful life. Right. So, um, but yeah. Um, acknowledgement there. So, uh, James Baker... 
Um, so he, he was an odd one. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, he got in trouble for a sex scandal. See, I did remember that. I did too. The I Jessica totally remember Hahn that thing. Yes. Um, the financial part of it, though, I was having trouble recalling it until I started going out to do some research mm-hmm. for this episode, and then I was like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I feel like this. I mean, I feel, and we'll get into the whole um, sex scandal portion of it which was really an, an a sexual assault um but uh i f- feel like for his um persona that he had it was a big deal because it, he was part of this whole religious um sect and uh married to also another famous person mm-hmm. and then that whole scandal broke so Mega i wonder church. Yes, I wonder if that maybe covered up some of the financial aspect of it and more people were focused on the sexual assault Well, I mean, itself. the sexual part's more salacious, of yes. course. Yeah, the dirtier, the better, right? right? That's so, how we are here. Yep. <clears throat> so I think that just kind of what everyone was focused on. Mm-hmm. But he was basically paying her off, right? Yeah, that's what we're going to end up talking about is um, okay, basically <laughs> to keep her silent, he paid her off. So it was like a Stormy Daniels situation. Yeah, something similar to that. Um, that's weird, Stormy isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I like how you stuck that in there. Um, <laughs> I just think it's weird, that's all. I hear you, I hear you. Um, so... Uh, Old Jimmy, he was actually married to Tammy Faye, and they had eventually created a evangelical empire, complete with their own broad- broadcasting network and theme park, which I had actually forgot about the theme park until I was looking them up, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that shit. Um, so Tammy and Jimmy actually met in college while attending the North Central Bible College in Minneapolis. And I meant to go look and see if they were still a functional college, uh-huh. you know, because um, I had never heard of them until I had seen this as part of our right. episode. I've never heard of them either. Yeah. So their <laughs> their first date was attending church service together, as told by Tammy Faye. Oh, brother. I would have never thought of doing a first date at church, but I guess if that would at be... At Bible college, you would? Yeah, I guess so, right? Maybe go to, like, the Sunday service or something. Or, like, a church social. Yeah, you're like, let's let's meet at the Pew 5. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the right side. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of... Uh, an interesting it seems like something tidbit. you would do in high school or something. Yeah, not necessarily like in college, but I didn't try to dig too much into like their childhoods or backstories right. um, leading up into this because it already seemed like they're very religious, you know, that sort of thing. So that probably was maybe something normal to them, yeah. you know. Um, I would probably would have been more like... Uh, can we go to Arby's or hashtag Wiener Schnitzel? Um, Arby's. <laughs> Share some curly fries. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they actually drop out of 
back college and decide that they're going to create their own Christian ministry. So uh, Jimmy preaches and Tammy sings. Right. Yep. Um, And they originally had a puppet show that was meant to teach children about the church. And they were then given a late night Christian Christian talk show. Um, So I guess like originally when they first had gotten together and decided that um, they were going to do like this little preaching uh, service, they traveled around the country to different churches and sort of built up this little fan base. But then, of course, they got the talk show, which kind of blew them up a little bit. Um, And I thought that was pretty miraculous, especially for during that time. And have you seen The Righteous Gemstones? Yeah, I was just going to say it's very similar. Yeah. uh, In looking at how they started out and everything, uh, I was kind of getting those vibes. Maybe that's where Danny McBride got The Righteous Gemstones That's what I'm wondering. I didn't go back to look up to see if maybe he used their story as inspiration but the way they show that that different episodes, right? Um, like back, the yes, backstory. the backstory mm-hmm. very much reminded me of Jim Baker. Yeah, totally. And when you Day. were just saying, when you were just talking, I was thinking, wow, this is just like the Righteous, the righteous Gemstones. If you have not seen that show, please go out and watch it. It's a little bit raunchy. Uh, it's a McBride sort of uh, raunchy. Um, it's series, very good, though. But it's good. Um, it has some stuff about family in there and, um, you know, supporting each other, uh, a little bit of rivalry, um, some uh, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it all. It's got a little bit of everything. And then mega church stuff. Yes, and then mega church stuff, which kind of gets out of control, but uh, it's it's really well done. I would encourage you to watch it. Um, they may have gotten inspiration from this story. So, uh, I did not realize that they had a late night show. Um, I think because by the time I was seeing them on television, they were already appearing during the daytime. Yeah, Yeah, they were mainstream at that point. But they actually did have a late night talk show. And, um... What I was reading was their vision was to be like the Johnny Carson's uh, Tonight Show. Yes, but on religion. That was really what their goal was. Um, So. Okay. Yep. Good to have a goal. Yes. Then they become part of the 700 Club, which is still televising today. You can turn on your TV and find it. Sometimes when I turn on my television early in the morning, it's on, and I'm like, I got to get off of this shit. Um, <laughs> is that the one? I think is it on? Is it on Fox? The channel? What channel? Um, I cannot remember the exact channel, but I think like I end up on there because I'm watching. Or is it like seven? I don't remember now, but I... Uh, but I laugh because they have, like, a little disclaimer at the beginning before it plays. Did you see that? It's yes. basically like, sorry, we have to play this. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, because they pay for those spots yeah, on there. so it's yes. like, 
okay. Yeah, uh, because there's other shows that I watch on that channel. Right. Um, that usually Chris will have it on in the morning mm-hmm. for whatever, I think news or whatever, and then it comes on and that always makes me laugh when I yeah, see Yeah, when that, it comes like, up. Yeah. The disclaimer. I'm like, damn it. And, you know, if you're religious and you like turning that's it on fine. to that, that's totally fine. You do you. It's just not for me. So, um, I just think it's interesting to me that basically people that are all in with these <clears throat> mega church people, mm-hmm. those people can do no wrong. Oh, yeah. And they will still keep sending their money. And this is case in point, right? Yes. There. Yes. Anyway, please continue. Yes. 100% agree with that. Um, so they eventually uh, start their own network called Praise the Lord. PTL. Yes, PTL. Uh, started in 1974. That's crazy. Right? I know. When I seen that, I was like, oh, my God. That's a long time <laughs> ago. A while ago. Yeah. Uh, they had guests on there like Ronald Reagan and Eldridge Cleaver, which I didn't know until I was doing a little research on yeah. them. Uh, that to me, wow, kind of spoke volumes about you know their spread amongst um, friends and then the powerful. Mm-hmm. So as the host, uh, the Bakers helped popularize the pros- what's now known as prosperity gospel, which to your point a minute ago was um, how you mega collect. Church. Yep, mega church that collects. They don't pay taxes, y'all. And they don't. <laughs> um, Another one, <clears throat> sorry, is Joel Osteen. Same. Yeah, there's several of them out there now. Um, Billy Graham. But... Uh, most of the people who've done a lot of research on how this became so popular uh, point to the bakers and say that they're the originators of this. So it's kind of like a pay-to-pray sort of thing. (laughs) Um, And it's where Christian faith is often equated with financial and material success. So a lot of times on their shows, they would say, if you send us money... You're also going to be financially prosperous. It's going to come back to you tenfold Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yep. It's uh, often thought of as a theology that teaches God that God will reward reward faith and hefty tithing. 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or financial blessings. You have to be (laughs) savvy in your tithing. Ready to say some shit like that. I'm like, wait, how, how is that again? <laughs> Pull the pit pee. Um, <laughs> Don't make me cry. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, with regards to your taxes, so Senator Chuck Grassley is actually the one who helped secure their wealth by vetting a tax exempt status for um, some of his friends, such as the Bakers. Oh, nice. So, he's actually the one who helped make that happen. Another reason not to like that guy. Yeah. There's a few. (laughs) Um, It also made me think of the Catholics, and I know I've said in previous episodes. (laughs) They're coming after us. I know. Uh, That is a thing. Um, We are scared for our lives. They may be hunting us down. Um, No, uh, I'm actually Catholic. Uh, I would say that I am practicing, but I don't uh, follow all of the teachings of the Catholic Church because I don't believe in everything that they say. Like, they um, oftentimes hate on queer people, and to me, that's stupid. So, um, 
Anyways, uh, one thing that I always picked on up on as a kid when I would go to church with my parents is um, the tray that they often pass through the pews. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, I always remember feeling guilty, especially as I got older and would go on my own if I didn't have cash on me to put in the tray. Uh, like as if I wasn't helping out the church somehow. I don't know how to explain it. It's like this weird feeling. Guilt. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a psychological thing that they end up passing on to you. Indoctrination. Yes, then. to make you feel like you need to come with some sort of financial donation to the church. Gift. Correct. So um, I would probably make an argument that a lot of the churches have this in some form. Probably not to the magnitude that the bakers took into. I think into. they all do, don't they? Yes. Yeah, there's usually like you're some... you're expected to give a percent of your income to the church, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. They'll send you the little brochures every year and ask you to either make a one-time donation or a monthly donation, uh-huh. those kinds of things. Um, most all of them do it. They either have a basket, some sort of tray or bowl or something, and they're going around trying to collect money mm-hmm. um yeah so uh rich and powerful um <laughs> what could go wrong <laughs> so uh on their shows their televised shows they would constantly encourage their viewers to send them money um and i was trying to look up they're kind of like telethon shows yes really. yeah they were yeah, you know, they've got the organs playing in the yeah. background and their hands are We up. need that jet. <laughs> Send in your 20 bucks. I want you to pray with us. Just lift your hearts up to the and Lord. And your wallet. And your, <laughs> and your pocketbook. And send in those $20 yeah. bills. You know, that kind of stuff. That's what I'm um, saying, though. Like, people that are on a really fixed income... They seem to always fall for this. Yes. Uh, they're sending in their social security money mm-hmm. that they're barely scraping by on. They're like eating cat food while these people are flying <laughs> around on there. Yeah. Caviar. It's gross. Champagne. Um, no, there is a, a Washington preacher out here. I was trying to find him when I was looking up the notes that I've started to see now on a regular basis. He's got commercials. And then um, he was actually, in one of his commercials, he was down in Seattle walking around. And he was talking about, you know, if you called into their 1-800 line, you could pray with the people that were sitting by the phones. Wasn't that Billy Graham? No, it was, um, it's this other guy now. I could not find him. But, yeah, basically you call in and you pay a small amount and then you can pray with them. And here's what I want to say. You can do it for free. At home, by yourself, or your spouse, or your kids, you don't have to pay for that. Um, we got to get away from that shit, because they're only taking advantage of people, right. really. That's um, what I think is gross. Yeah. In fact, I hacked, uh, in looking the Washington guy up, I stumbled on Pastor Morris. Uh, I actually want to save him for a separate episode, um, because he is actually out of Washington State, and was living in a million dollar mansion. Of course. 7,700 square foot in Renton. 
His wife was driving around in luxury sedans and SUVs, and um, he was taking loans from his parishioners and not able to pay them back. So he had defaulted on several of them. But uh, that's an example of this sort of stuff. So, okay. It doesn't, you're not, I mean, I don't want to say you're not going to get anything out of paying to pray. You might get something, I guess, emotionally We're or whatever. Just saying, do your research before you go sending off your last dollar to these yahoos. That's all. Yeah, don't allow them to convince you that uh, in order to have a virtuous lifestyle or a meaningful lifestyle, you have to pay them. You don't have to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> onward to Jim Baker. <laughs> I got to get off my soapbox. Okay. Uh, The couple started to have some problems behind the scenes. Um, According to Tammy Faye in her book, uh, she complained that Jim was constantly working on PTL while Tammy took care of the family. Because at this point, they're having kids. um, But she felt like she was the one doing a lot of the family caregiving while he was out managing the network. She also co-hosted a show at the same time. So she's like managing the family, co-hosting a show that they're televising and is feeling like Jim's like really not present in the whole situation. So tensions between them start to become evident to uh, staff on the network and then friends and family. And Tammy wrote in her book that it was during this time that they began growing apart and they rarely had any sort of intimacy between them. Yeah. So in 1978, the Bakers used 200 million of PTL funds to finance the building of a 2,300-acre Christian-themed park and residential. Yeah, they want to get some of that Disney money. <laughs> I know. Residential complex in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Uh, I don't even know if I've ever seen this place. I know I've never been there. Well, I same. Yeah. I have not seen it or been there. I know. I have been to South Carolina, and it's lovely. Yes, it Charleston is. Charleston is one of my favorite places. Yes, I would agree with that. I've not seen this theme park. I did see some pictures out is there. Is it of still like, going? I don't know. I've seen pictures of the Let's front it of up. it. What's it called? Uh, it, well, shit. Did I put it on here? Here. Well, I'll just use Google. <laughs> Google. Um... So at the time when it was built originally, it was the third largest and had a 4.9 million visitors a year. Heritage and, USA. Oh, is that what it's called? Maybe I, I said it. Closed in 89. Oh, That's really? Why. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's completely defunct then. Yep. Nobody has bought it. Is it just sitting there like a haunted theme park? What happened? I don't know. It's been torn down. Oh, okay. There you have it, people. Google has given <laughs> us the answer. Google. <laughs> yep, that's um, it. And by the 1980s, they actually had a multi, multi-million dollar empire. And they started to get or attract a lot of attention because of the amount of money they were making. Right? Yeah. That's what happens. Of course. People are like, where's all this money coming from? Suckers. 
<laughs> ride goers. I'm just like uh, thinking about when, because normally when I would see them on the TV, it was going up to my grandparents' house. Because my grandpa, I've mentioned, was a preacher. Right. Um, and so sometimes they would have the TV on and it would be to the channel and they would be on. Did they ever say, did your grandparents ever say like, look at these yahoos? No, I think, um, whatever they were preaching about, uh, my grandparents were probably listening to. I don't know if they ever sent them money. I think at that point, uh, I wasn't, um, hip enough to be like, are you sending money to these people? You know what I mean? Right. So, um... I probably wouldn't have told you anyway. Yeah, they might not have. Or maybe they'd be like, well, we had... None of your business. We sent a couple checks. (laughs) Little JD. Five (laughs) dollars. I know. Um, so... Uh, Tammy Faye's appearance and love of shopping have become a punchline for comics at this time. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, um, she had a lot of eye makeup. They were very flamboyant. Yes, both of them. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Um, she loved shopping. Yep. Um, and Tammy- They had a very opulent lifestyle yes. that wasn't what most people lived back then. No. Back in the 80s. No. Mm-hmm. I always remember their hair being, like, perfect. Right. Their clothes were impeccable. Um, for the Lord, for yeah, they had to look good for God. That's right. <laughs> um, so Tammy Faye often publicly declared, um, that it was her shopping and stuff was cheaper than a psychiatrist, and she said she hoped heaven would include a shopping center where there's no limit on your charge card. <laughs> I hope that too, actually. <laughs> laughed when I was reading that. That's why I stuck it in here because it's like... Oh my god. I, you know, like, I thought like, if you're in the you know, living that lifestyle like you're religious, are you... I mean, is that a teaching what? of God? Like, no. Okay, I'm just clarifying. No, it isn't. <laughs> but they also were like, oh, we don't know how much we get for a salary. She said yeah. that. It's yes. Like, what? Yeah. I'm like, no, I you do. I my job and I don't know how much they pay me. <laughs> She's like, I, I'm busy taking care of the kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay? He hands me the credit card. I go out. I, go, I do what I need to like do. It's like my therapy. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. That was before self-care was yeah, a thing. Yeah, <laughs> She would have said that, though. Mental health day. Yeah. Cha-ching. Seven days a week. <laughs> It's all right, Tammy. It's cool. Okay. So, um, but I would say no amount of shopping would ease the pain of what happened in 1987. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So, her husband had used, um, they discovered, $279,000 of PTL's money in an attempt to buy the silence of 21-year-old church secretary Jessica Hahn, who accused Jim of sexually assaulting her in a Florida hotel room in 1980. Um, so I was really trying to dig into the overall story of Jessica because there was... And one article accused Jimmy, along with another male, of being present during this assault. But most of the articles I read had just pointed to Jim alone. 
as oh, a perpetrator. Okay. Yes. I uh, do remember that because then she started going on like Howard Stern and stuff. Yeah. And um, I think so. According to her accounts, she was drugged and then raped. Um, and now it was difficult, like I said, to find out exactly like, uh, you know, how they got to the Florida hotel or anything like that. Um, probably because this has happened so long ago, those articles and stuff have been archived at some point. So it's more difficult to find that information. Um, I did find info on where she, uh, ended up at and then, um, you know, where she's at now. And then like you had said, um, she, uh, posed for Playboy mm-hmm. not Got too long afterwards, surgery. had plastic surgery. She became like her own, uh, famous person. Yeah. Her own, right. Kind of created her own brand. Um, right. like some of the reality TV stars are doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica kind of did something similar during that time, that mm-hmm. era. Um, she also had a spoof on, uh, Johnny Carson. And then, um, I did read where she was upset that SNL at that time had, uh, made jokes. Right. I remember like the Jan Hooks played Tammy Faye. I don't remember who played Jim Baker, but I do remember that. Yeah. She said it was upsetting for her. I bet. Um, (laughs) But you kind of. Like, when you're putting yourself out there in your own right, you're kind of taking that away. You can't really have it both ways. I personally wouldn't want to be famous like that. But, I mean, she was probably like, well, I might as well cash in because everybody knows who I am anyway. Yeah, and I was kind of, um, like you were saying, because she does end up on Howard Stern's show. um, And I guess she made several appearances there. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I've never been sexually assaulted. I do have friends that have um i do know people that have had that happen to them it's extremely traumatic um and then i know trauma affects everybody differently Mm -hmm. it's um you know hard to say how you're going to process that i don't know if maybe she thought that after that had happened to her maybe the fame and stuff would somehow make her feel better take it away yes yeah um, that could have been. Well, I mean, either way, she's famous now. She like, is. She w- was famous when, when it came out. Yeah. So I guess like maybe she thought, well, if I'm in charge of how I'm perceived, it's better. I, yeah. I get that. That was kind of what I was thinking along the lines of now, and I'm only speculating. I have no idea what was right. going on with her. Same. Um, but she did end up living in Arizona for a short period of time. And one of the journalists actually, I think several years had passed, had went out there and kind of tracked her down and interviewed her for a short period. But I think it was during that time she had kind of gone into a depression oh. um, and didn't really like going out too much. So I I feel like, um, and I'm hoping that now she's got probably gone through a lot of therapy and stuff and uh, worked it out with herself. But um, I've kind of felt like just based off of what I was reading was, yeah, that was her way of trying to deal with it mm-hmm. and then maybe get some sort of power back over what right. happened to her. Um, so how'd they find out? That was the thing I was really trying to dig into, you know, like. How he got busted. Yeah, because um, she was really upset about the incident. And then he was trying to keep her quiet mm-hmm. because he has this huge persona. 
especially in the well, whole... Well, maybe it was because just, like, the way they were living their life. And, yeah, um, because people were definitely sniffing around like, at that point. what's going on? How, how are you spending all this money? Or where mm-hmm. are you getting all this money? And then if you look at the books, you're like, wait, why are you yeah. giving all this wait, money to this girl? Where did this almost $300,000 go to? Like, why did you write a check to Jessica? And that was a, a lot for the 80s. Oh, like a ton of money. buy a house for 80000 back then. Oh, yes. So... You yeah. would be doing pretty dang good. Nowadays, it'd be like, I could spend that in a day. <laughs> <laughs> go into your jewelry store. Exactly. Hell, you you could go to the grocery store and probably spend uh, that much right now. Right. On good meat. God. Here we um, go again. Yeah. I won't give it up. One pound of ground beef this Ten week. Ten dollars. Yeah. I could not fucking believe it. I don't want to get on that tangent <laughs> because that shit pisses me off. But I'm here to say... Fucking cut it out, people. I know. You Price gouging. damn corporate a-holes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so um, once this uh, whole situation starts to get um, publicized. Right. Out, out in public. Yeah. The media is the like. The dirty laundry comes out. Oh, yeah. Um, Tammy Faye finds out about it. Uh, the church gets upset. They ask him to step down. Um, Jim was also accused of mismanaging PTL funds at this point. So they're starting to like look at everything he's doing with the microscope, which that's what's hap- you know, what happens. You give a person a reason to sniff, they're going to go out there and look for every little right. fucking dark secret you got. Um, so they found out that he had actually leveraged ptl to the brink of collapse so he according to a time article ptl was taking in 4.2 million and spending 7.2 million dollars wow is that not fucking nuts that is crazy yeah so then an official investigation was launched in june of 1987 at first, Tammy stood by Jimmy to include a, a now-famous interview on the Ted Koppel show. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, only because I watched that movie. Okay, okay. And they had it in there. Yeah. I feel like I had seen a clip of it. And when that's I was... when they were like, we don't know how much we get paid. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I also have that new Tammy Faye movie on my list of stuff to watch. Eventually, <laughs> I'll get there. Um, I have no comment to that. <laughs> Um, but I do remember seeing, um, it was probably like a commercial or something that they were going to be on that show. Mm-hmm. And then some of like, like the discussion. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, you can find it on YouTube, go out there and look <laughs> it up. It's available. Um, it's very uncomfortable, I would say, in my opinion, because yeah. here they are like caught in the midst of this huge scandal, not one, but two. And um, you're trying to hold it together as a couple. I got to give Tammy some credit, man. Yeah. Because she was I like. I don't think I would be like that. Stand by my man. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be like, uh, you're fucking on your own, dude. I don't know nothing about them credit cards. I'm taking the kids. <laughs> I was only in customer service. I don't know what he was doing behind those doors. I was taking the phone calls. 
You know it's bad when the even the church won't touch you. You oh, know when yeah. they're like, "You're on your own, bro." I know. They were like, "We'll pray for you, though." <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Can you imagine that the following Sunday service they're televising? Let's pray for Jimmy, <laughs> brother Jim. <laughs> Going through some tribulations. He's no longer part of the church. But <laughs> we had to let him go. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, why don't you say the devil made you do it? I know, right? I don't right? understand why these religious people don't use that. It's a perfectly viable thing. Well, they thing. use that excuse for everything else. Right. So, I, yeah. I was possessed. <laughs> you know, like, I come out, I come out A voice came shit. into my head. <laughs> It was Beelzebub. <laughs> he said, spend that money. <laughs> he told me to buy a plane or ten. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, so. Uh, <laughs> so, poor Jim. Poor Jim, yeah. Um, and up, going up river. Yeah, he does. Um, Which I did not remember at all. Yeah, Honestly. I didn't either. He was indicted in uh, 1988 on eight counts of mail fraud, 15 counts of wire fraud, and one count of conspiracy. He was then sentenced to 45 years in federal prison, where the sentence was actually reduced to eight years, and then he was released. Um, the interesting part about that is, so Tammy kill, still kind of stood by him. Right. Even through um, this trial process. But then in the 90s, uh, she actually... She was like, peace. I'm out. And divorces him while he's still in, in prison. Jail, yeah. And people got on her ass about that. Of course. And they were like, how could you do this? How could you dump the man and kick him while he's down? I'd be like, cut my losses. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I didn't kill him. <laughs> Um, I was also reading that I guess there were some rumors that he did have some same-sex relationships. Uh, that was one of the reasons the church wanted him to give up leadership, because in their words, um, he was not fit to run PTL. I was like, oh, my God. I think they were, the sad thing is, they were more concerned about him spending the church's money. Yeah. Than doing anything Than anything bad. else that was happening. Right. Ah, I wish y'all would get your priorities straight. Um, Just generally speaking, as a species, that'd be good. Yeah, that would uh, be very, (laughs) very good. Um, So he goes to jail for eight years, prison. Yes, Mm -hmm, he does. Um, So Tammy was never charged with anything, miraculously. Right. Because I'm like, how do you not know i'm not even gonna say it that i say it every time <laughs> i'm holding it in this time i mean you guys are running around spending all that money you fucking know come on come people <laughs> people i mean you with me or are you with me <laughs> i'm with you i think she fucking knew but maybe they thought like living with him was punishment enough so they time may serve. have <laughs> time served <laughs> Who knows? Poor Tammy. Um, but wait. There's more. There's more. 
Um, so Jimmy got into trouble again. I know. This is what <laughs> totally started this whole thing. Jimmy, cut the fucking shit out, dude. Stop. Once a swindler, <laughs> always a swindler. <laughs> oh, my God. So he goes to prison and he gets out. Mm-hmm. And He's um, still trying to be a preacher guy. Yep, he goes back to, to preaching. Because why wouldn't you? Uh, Redemption. I guess. I, I could do it better the second go around. <laughs> um, he goes to a church in southwestern Missouri and <laughs> takes advantage of, of those people out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and he's actually uh, recently was ordered to pay 156000 in restitution to viewers of his religious talk show who were convinced into purchasing a fake COVID cure during the early stages of the pandemic. Jimmy, can you stop while this you're is ahead? What I'm saying like snake oil, snake oil. I know and he he's, just knows how to sell the snake oil, and he's and not the only one who's doing some shit it. like that. No, so but then didn't he get busted with PPP too, or no? I don't. I didn't see anything on that. So that was just the COVID cure. I believe so. Okay. Yes, that he was pushing um, under the settlement, which was filed uh, recently. Um, refunds will be made to the people who paid to obtain a health supplement called Silver Solution in February and March 2020. Silver Solution. Lord. Yeah. Sad. It's unfortunate. Um, Baker and his company, Morningside. So this just goes to show, like, prison totally works. <laughs> like, it totally reforms people. <laughs> I, yeah, I was, like, thinking when I was Dude. looking this up. Like, he even was in prison for eight years, and that didn't deter him well, from and doing he was shady a- shit the second he gets out. Well, it's not the second, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But, I mean, he was originally sentenced to 45 years. Gets it reduced. Count your fucking blessings, dude. Right, but nope. Nope. He's, he gets out, and he's, he's like, like, I gotta make more money. <laughs> <laughs> I can't live on less than seven million. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, yeah, that's a good question. Like, is there any money sitting out there that he's, or was he, did he get out and he's completely broke and he's like, I got to figure out how to fraud people out of their money. Who knows? I just feel like we've already talked about this. You either have the criminal mind or you don't. Yeah, that's true. And he does. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, And he's not afraid to use it. No. (laughs) Clearly not. He doesn't really give a shit. No. Um, I would say so that... So, people, please, <laughs> keep your money. I don't understand. I don't. I'm sorry. And here's a, here's a, a podcast pro tip here. Jim Baker shows up at your church. <laughs> Run the other way. <laughs> shit is not right. Protest. Protest. Say you don't want him there because he's probably going to take advantage of you all. Um, so, uh, his Morningside Church Productions Incorporated, so he actually did start to create another production company. Because, of course. Are also banned by the settlement from advertising or selling the Silver Solution product, which What was, is it? It was said to diagnose, prevent, mitigate, treat, or cure any disease or illness. Including COVID. Um, yeah. So uh, there is no special potion out there that's going to treat every disease or illness. It doesn't exist. I don't even know 
what the fuck they're talking about. So <laughs> it was probably fucking bottled water or something. Snake oil. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, on top of that, Jim Baker admits no wrongdoing. Of course. Um, He's like, I didn't do anything wrong, but here's some money. <laughs> They said that he never claimed to be a medical doctor. He referred to himself as a naturopathic doctor. Okay. In 11 episodes. And that's how he knew of the silver solution bullshit? I don't know. Because he is a naturopath? I guess. I guess. I, dude, I don't, he didn't do anything wrong. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't know. Um, when's the meteor hitting, though? Because... <laughs> I think we just we've had it we can't go on like this we're getting ready to dude the apocalypse is going to start have you watched don't second. look up because Not it's yet. like a documentary okay I know, that's it's what supposed saying. to be a satire but to me it was just sad how fucking tr- like it's real i know everybody was saying that um and i just it's kind of crazy out there right now man it is like that, though. You need to watch that. I know. I'm going to write a list for you. Don't do it because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting anxiety. <laughs> I've already got a list There's of so shit much. I'm supposed to watch, There's and I haven't so, done it so yet. so, so much. So, um, I, in fact, so I was uh, working this last week and um, was out driving on the road to go to a client's, and I'm trying to get on the highway. I'm, like, merging on. But there's an accident. So traffic is like literally bumper to bumper, stop and go. Um, so I have my blinker on. There's a tiny bit of space for me because I've come to the end, right, where right. I need to merge on yeah. to the last and lane. And not letting you over. No. In fact, I'm sitting there like waiting to get more space so I can come all the way over. And the car directly behind me, kind of off to the side, is now honking at me. And his spouse sitting in the passenger side is waving her arms and angrily looking at me like, what am I doing? And I was like, like, where am I supposed to go? Bitch. I'm not a piece of paper. Okay. Yes. I'm literally trying to get on the fucking highway just like everybody else. Like I, you know, what do you want me to do? So they literally inch up to the next car's bumper and the car behind them actually stopped and allowed me to come on. Uh, But then as we were moving down the roadway, this same person, the same driver, was honking at the cars in front of him for them allowing people to come through. Oh, my God. So he was just road raging. Um, no. Yeah. I, I feel like if you're out there that angry, then you, you need... You shouldn't be driving. Yeah, you shouldn't be driving. A, and then you also need some therapy. Please go to go see a counselor. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but stay away from mega churches. Yeah, don't. Dude... Don't pay to we pray. We are just, again, when's the meteor coming? Because we're too self-absorbed. We're, we just don't think about anyone. Very few people think of anyone besides themselves. Yeah, it's sad. And it's very, it's very disheartening. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, that's why I posted that one article from that attack that happened um, in Portland on the train. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, um, but um, somebody got attacked on the Mac. This was like, uh, this was pre pandemic. This happened several years ago, but um, I think it was like, 
man, I want to say like 2017 or something when this incident happened. I remember when it actually occurred because uh, this guy stood up and he was mad. Um, I think there was a, I want to say it was a young black lady and then another lady wearing um, uh, head covering and he's like Muslim. People yes. And then he started using racial slurs and um, getting super aggressive with them. So some of the train passengers, actually three men, I stood believe, up stood up him. and confronted him. But then he pulled out a knife yeah. and two of them died. One of them um, suffered severe injuries, but actually made a recovery. But the one guy uh, actually, as he was dying, said, I love everybody on the train. It was amazing. So what I want to say to people, I don't want to get emotional, but. Uh, <laughs> Way to wreck it. Just I kidding. Know. Um, we need to fucking be nicer to people out there. Uh, people are having a hard time right now. It's um, we're isolated. We're fucking. Uh, we can't go get our wiener schnitzel and just sit in the fucking inside of the lobby. Um it's just it's difficult so like we are under a lot of stress but we've got to be nicer we have to do better i'm tired of people being mean to each other just because you can like there's you don't fucking need to do that and if you but also you need to call that shit out when you see it yeah like don't normalize people being an asshole yes um i commend all three of them and then the other passengers that tried to comfort each of the um men people that got stabbed yes um because there were multiple people that sat with him as his life was drifting away Mm. and he still managed to say that so I think it's amazing, but I also wanted to post it to remind people that we just need to be nicer to each other because people are just, they're being dicks, so. Exactly. Um, Don't be in the land of choice. Do not be a gym. Yes. Be Don't. a hero. <laughs> Don't try to get people to pay to pray, okay? Stop it. Um, or drink silver solution, whatever the <laughs> fuck that is. Yeah, <laughs> God. I almost want to know what was what was it made of? Water. Yeah, probably. It was Mercury. probably like Gatorade or something. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, I feel better. I'm gonna look it up. Um, yeah. So uh, that pretty much. Here concludes. we go again with our bad ending. I know that. <laughs> so speak for your the end. <laughs> um. So uh, that concludes Jim Baker and his white collar crime. Actually, his two white collar crimes because he ended up committing another one recently. And um, we will we will uh, be pushing out a movie review in the next episode. Um, <laughs> should be the Eternals. <laughs> should be. Um, I like that. <laughs> you know, shit happens though. Might be something different. Um. So. If you have a movie that you would like us to review or um, a crime maybe that you want us to look at, uh, we did have a follower send something to us. I'm still collecting information on that. I haven't forgotten about you. Um, you know, let us know, olddirtybenches at gmail.com. You can hit us up on uh, social media. We also have a website. And... Um, uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> haven't said that in a while. I know we haven't. Follow. Oh. Yeah, and our song is by Good Co. We haven't said that in a while, either. right? 
I would like to give them a shout out. And they're really like awesome. Song. Yes. And they're local. Um, we love them. To, uh, to Washington. Mm-hmm. We have people listening all over, I'm sure. Uh, yes. I think out of country, too. All right. One can dream. Okay. <laughs> we might need you to sponsor us <laughs> at some point. I know. Um, <laughs> still reaching out to Wiener Schnitzel. Reaching not, out every week. Has not called us yet. <laughs> um. Anyways, any last alibis, Patty? Alibis? I do not recall. <laughs> nope. I do not okay. recall that conversation. I'd just like to say, please do your research, people. Like, yeah. don't just blatantly give anybody money. Yeah. Uh, actually, there's just a lot of don't. scumbags out there, unfortunately. Mm, and they're taking advantage of you. Right. Um, and we don't want that. So, and if you want, if you have extra money, donate it to a food bank or something. Yeah, that's not gonna fucking waste it or buy a jet with it. Yeah, because the food banks are actually hurting for money and donations right now because there are a lot of people in need. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you have extra money, how about you do that? I bet you God would really like that. Yeah, um, God would probably pay it forward big time. Right. Okay. So tenfold. For real, though. All right. Um, that will end our episode. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. I know, right? I totally <laughs> blanked out on what I was going to say. It was a lie, everyone. It was, it was for Valentine's Day. You are a dream con true. <laughs> there you go. Peace out, benches. So <laughs> Bye.